Yeah. It's more it's more just because of how my setup is, but okay. uh, I, I'm trying to, I, I talked, I told the people on, on my show last night, Sunday Night Special, I'm trying to be more professional now. So I got a light and I got, I got a backlight. I got a new, I got a new mic, even though my old mic was, was straight, mm-hmm. you know, but I got, you know, I, I got like this, this hookup thing because I had to have multiple connections in. Yeah. And I can't, I can't put them, plug them all into my computer at once. I gotta, yeah, it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm giving a little bit of backstage here at the top of the show. <laughs> it don't, I don't know, it don't, it don't really matter for you, for you folks out there, you know, but give you a little bit of, about how the sausage is made. But this is a brand new show that we are getting off here with War. As you can see, uh, I'm me, Kyle Means. And that's my man, Drew Stevens, right next to me, man. He's been gracious enough to uh, decide to ride with me on this one. And this is Monday Night Means here. We uh, look to do a little dispatch here every week, uh, every Monday, of course. Uh, you know, not we don't take up too much of your time, you know, maybe about a half hour, 45 minutes or so, maybe approaching an hour, depending on our guests uh, this week. Uh, we're going to be uh, actually bringing in, uh, look, uh, should be bringing in Ryan Bukovetsky, our guy uh, who helps with the Bears coverage, helps write the fourth and goal preview package for us every week. And, of course, he also uh, pre uh, produces the uh, Dave that Davis show with Ken Davis, our guy, uh, you know, which we also run on uh, war programming. So, uh, we should be doing that a little later, you know, wrapping up our football talk. But um, what this show is going to be week to week is sort of uh, a transference of our uh, Chicago Sports Exchange, for one, that we've uh, been doing on uh, first on, on WeAreRegalRadio.com and uh, later on, uh, you know, Drew's done this so beautifully on our Substack page, uh, War Ready, you know, uh, but uh, you know some, you know things, things have changed a little bit. We actually we're adjusting some of our coverage and everything, and uh, you know Drew's gonna uh, chill with with the CSEs in written form, but uh, you know to sort of focus on some other areas of coverage, and um, you know I'm not gonna necessarily write them because I'm you know, sort of getting into Bears writing again and uh, stuff that I'm doing. You know, I've been fortunate enough to get some access to the Bears this year, game day access as well at Soldier Field. So I'm trying to make the most of that. This is going to be a part of that as well, you know, sort of uh, ending – sort of ending my my reviewing of the Bears each week. And, uh, you know, we're going to get Drew's opinion on that stuff as well. And – uh you know, but the, with the CSC that we do, if you if you read the CSC, uh, you know, from back when I was doing it last year, we typically uh, use that post in the written form to you know judge each team in Chicago, the major sports teams, and you know we did that with a buy. I did that like you know an exchange, like a stock exchange. You're you're buying or selling or Holding your uh, your beliefs as as you would money in a in an investment, you know uh, you do that with the teams and you know we just gonna do that as part of this show with the teams you know get back to that sort of a simple discussion if you buying or selling each team uh, you know from week to week what they're doing based on you know what they got going on and uh, you know beyond that you know we just gonna have open discussions and stuff to keep up with, with Drew, what Drew got going on, what I got going on. And, uh, you know, Drew becoming more popular out there, you know. Uh, so <laughs> I, I want people to get more Drew. And, you know, we're going to give you all more Drew. So, you know. <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. A little <laughs> bit more popular. I a guess. little bit. A little bit more engagement, man. I just, you know, it's, it's fun, man. I'm, I'm a fan, you know, at heart. I know we like to say observer sometimes, but just growing up in Chicago, these these teams become a part of your life um, for better or for worse. And 
I'm just somebody that's following them, has followed them, and just enjoys to write about them. So that's what it that's, is. Man. And you, you good? Well, you good at it, man. And and I think, <laughs> you know, you you should have a bigger following, and I and I think you will eventually, as much as you much as you want, you know. So there's good and bad things to having big followings, you know. So <laughs> some people have big followings and, and don't even want to talk to people no more because of all the stupid <laughs> stuff they get from people online and stuff. So. You know, I I think either one of us have reached that level yet. I know if I get to that level, I I'm gonna handle it a certain way. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think you'd be nicer about it than me. But uh, you know, <laughs> I you know I Drew is a, you know, Drew. I think you know you're you're a real good guy, man. And and I think you deserve you know basically you deserve all that like I said that you that you want in this game. And and I'm gonna help you as much as I can. So uh, you know, I'm glad. Like I said I'm glad you're riding with me, and uh, yeah, we just you know, like I said, we just this show is just gonna be us kicking it for a little, like I said, for a little bit each week, and uh, you know, uh, we get back to what we do on on the other side with other things. You know, of course, we got running with war. We do with our guys Josh and Chris and other friends. We talk basketball stuff on there. You know. Uh, you know, follow us, you know, follow War Media and you can get that stuff every week. Uh, you know, stuff like that every week as well. Uh, Second City Sports, we run on, uh, still running on our podcast. Uh, you can watch, you know, watch them know live on Sports Zone Chicago. Shout out to Keenan McGee. Shout out to uh, uh, Sid Brown. And of course, uh, you know, Dean, uh, that, that the show, uh, the offspring of the Dean Davis show. You know, uh, Ken Davis still doing it. And like I said, Ryan Bukovsky, who should be with us a little later, uh, you know, keep following them as well. That's the fam, you know, and uh, that's what we do here at War. And uh, we keep we keep on doing it. If you want to get involved with us, too, if you got – hey, we I'm always open to putting on new people, you know, new shows and get, uh, expanding our, our platform, our new voices. You know, I'm always interested in new voices, uh, you know, it could, it could be if you got a whole show, you know. Hey, let me let me run it. If you if you got an idea, pitch it. If you just want to, you know, get on the chat and talk shit, you know, we 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 love that too. We love interaction, you know. So you know, uh, I'm gonna check the chat every now and then. But you know, like I said, if you got any if you got any thoughts, any uh, you know, feedback on what happened, what you saw happen this. Uh, in the past weekend from when we do these shows, you know, yeah, let us know. It's going to be a lot of stuff going on in the next few weeks, you know, pretty, uh, you know, even in the next few weeks, we got a, a lot that's going to be going on with the Bears and the Sox are going to be in the playoffs and, uh, the you know, the Bulls are going to be getting back to action soon, the Hawks and stuff. So, you know, Sky are, are uh, about to enter the playoffs too. You know, hopefully they could last for a little bit, but you know, we don't get into all that in the, in a quick second, actually. But you know, let's just start off with the Bears. You know, uh, you know, uh, twenty to seventeen win yesterday. They were up for a time, twenty to three, in the fourth quarter. They had a great stretch where they their defense forced three straight turnovers on Cincinnati and Joe Burrow, their their hot court, young quarterback over there. They were looking pretty dominant for a second, like they're going to run away with it, but. You know, still some things, still some kinks uh, to work out. You know, uh, uh, the Justin Fields had a, a, an interception there towards the end. You know, he, uh, he had his good spots and his bad spots, mixed mixed thing there. But you know, uh, I, it, there's a good chance though that he may get to start again next week. Although the the reporting has come out today that. It hasn't been major structural damage to Andy Dalton's knee. Uh, you know, Dalton had an injury to his knee. That was all that they announced yesterday, and that kept them out from uh, about early in the second, early mid second quarter through the rest of the game. We got to see Justin Fields command the game for the majority uh, for the first time, a, a regular season game. And like I said, as good parts and as bad parts, he was able to lead to the win. But uh, you know, it's still some work to be done. So, I, I, that's the first thing I'll just throw at you, Drew. Like, uh, you know, what 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 is your your thoughts on the Bears and 
you know, uh, you know, what did you think about yesterday's game? So I think just based off of yesterday, man, I, I, I'm holding on the Bears. I don't think anybody can come away from that game and feel like they got their, you know, would feel comfortable buying. But at the same point, I don't think he would sell either. So I'm holding where I am right now on them. Um, yeah. defense, defense plays spectacular for the most part. Um, still gave up a big play to uh, Chase late in the game. Gave up another touchdown um, off of uh, Fields' turnover. So, um, like you said, there are some things to clean up. I'm kind of kind of stuck on the quarterback situation because I feel like Dalton, that first series, he looked really good. Um, the offense looked really good. Kind of in that same way, um, their first drive against um, the Rams until the interception in that first game, it, it looked pretty good. Still had the assist of a, of a, a defensive penalty mixed in there that kind of boosted the drives as well. But um, depending on how Nagy is going to scheme and, and call the game, on one hand, Dalton looks like the best man for the job, but if Fields is going to get time with the ones, if he if if Nagy's actually going to scheme the game to Fields' strengths and the rest of his team's strengths, then of course I still want to see what Fields can do under those circumstances. Um, so I'm holding. I'm 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 kind of in a wait and see mode to see where this goes. Yeah. They got they got a tough stretch of games um, before their bye week. Um, not including, you know, uh, the game against Detroit the week after next, but um, <laughs> that might be half a bye. Yeah, I know, right? I know, but even still, there's no games you you on the schedule where you where you feel like totally confident um, that the yeah, Bears can yeah. come away with a W. Even even against the Bengals, you know, we were like, man, coming off that that game against the Rams, we weren't sure how to take it. You know, was was it that the Rams were just that much better? Um, the first game, you know, working out the kinks type of thing. So we right. just they we, came out. They came out the beat Minnesota and you know the team that you know seemingly could score more than the Bears. About anybody could score more than the Bears, but uh, you know the Bengals kind of kicked themselves in the in in the in their own behinds a couple times in the game. You know, couple of course, you know the turnovers late in the fourth, but even before then. You had like the T. Higgins fumble in the third that really uh, set that set up the Bears scoring uh, early mm -hmm. in the fourth. Uh, you know Higgins fumbled in their own territory, and you know that they it ended a drive where they could have went and scored. It, it was seven three at the time. They you know Bengals could have took the lead with that drive if they wanted to. They had a big drive coming out of the halftime. They had the ball first in the third quarter. And they, you know, they utilized a, a stupid penalty, uh, you know, there. I believe it was the, the I believe that was the Quinn penalty for the hit out of bounds. And, uh, yeah. yeah, that 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 was a drive that shouldn't have uh, even got past midfield. They utilized that to get their first, the uh, you know, the to get their three points at the time. And, um you know, that they, they kept them in the game. And like I said, with the Higgins drive, if they had made anything out of that, that could have got them the lead going into the fourth quarter instead of uh, be, still being down. And the Bears extended their lead and, you know, kept extending it, you know, working off those turnovers. But, you know, it's it, it, that still <laughs> almost wasn't enough. The 23-3 lead right. almost wasn't enough there with, like, five, six minutes of the game. It was, it was, it was pretty wild to look at. Uh, you know, uh, but it, like I say, growing pains is stuff that the Bears gonna have to deal with with a young quarterback in charge. But uh, or, or or you know, a half in charge or empowered in some way. Mm -hmm. But you know, I think I'm with you. I'm with you. I, like as far as the buying or selling, I'm I'm kind of with you in the whole pattern, uh, Drew. I, I can't. I'm not gonna sell them after a win. And I'm not gonna buy them either because it wasn't the most convincing win. And there's still, like I said, a lot of questions to be asked about Fields play, his play in regards to him gelling with the first team, which he hadn't got a lot of experience with in the preseason because again, Nagy had his plans of uh, 
you know, Dalton being with the first string, he was going to be the starter and all that. And, you know, it's, it's just led to a point where Fields is a gadget, a gadget that he's using in the offense, but he may have to be the, the main weapon, you know, as soon as this week against a, a pretty good Browns team and a Browns team that likes to, uh, you know, rush the quarterback. They got some dangerous guys, Miles Garrett, mm-hmm. and uh, led by Miles Garrett, uh, Javion Clowney. Uh, so they got some pass rushes, and it's going to be hectic for whoever the Bears got in that uh, quarterback position, uh, you know, uh, uh, coming up this Sunday. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you know – the Bears, the, his his teammates didn't make it easier easy on him either, man. With with the drops, yeah, yeah. dropping the end zone, uh, Mooney dropped a couple passes. One of them, you know, you could say they might have been a little late. Um, that one in the end zone, it kind of went off his fingertips. Um, Graham missing the block down there. Yeah, I was about to say that that came out. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was tweeted out today. I, I, that wasn't something that I caught right away. You know when I. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, but it, it was it was a nice shot of it from uh, you know Fields' view, you know, running to it from his left to his left side towards the end zone. He he definitely had the speed and the agility to get to that that corner, that little corner of the end zone where he could have got his feet in and got the touchdown. But like you say, Graham just completely barely even tried to make the block. Let the receiver go right by him, and he and he and, uh, not the receiver, the uh, cornerback go right by him, and he the cornerback winds up wrapping up fields before he can you know get around the corner, and that again that would have been another score that the Bears could have had more points. I think I, I I didn't do the math exactly, but I I would say they left at least six points on the board, and uh, you know they could have they could have won that much easier probably around. A twenty-seven to seven, even with the mistakes they had, like maybe a twenty-seven to seventeen win, uh, you know. But it, though they they made it interesting, that's what the Bears like to do. Even when we don't ask them, they make it interesting. Yeah, you're right about that, man. It's, it's the Bears make it hard to to stay in the middle with them. You know, on the, either you are hating what they're doing or you you fall in love prematurely. What it's kind of been that's that kind of describes my my experience with the bears man <laughs> it's kind of hard to to maintain like you, you maintain your your aspirations your expectations of them it's hard to keep them in a in a reasonable place it's like like you say you're either too much in love with them or you don't expect a damn thing from them and usually when you don't expect a damn thing from them, that's when they like to pop up you're like oh we actually can do something <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, then you want to get your hopes up a little, you know. Then, but you, you gotta, like I said, you gotta, uh, you gotta, me- you gotta measure yourself a little more with the Bears, and you know, we, we'll see. A lot of it comes down to coaching, and the I think they're planning as a franchise from year to year. Usually, they they like to wing things with with certain positions, and you know, I think they've done that this year with the offensive line they've done that with the defensive backfield and you know those are two important positions of the of the football field uh, uh, two important uh, areas of the depth chart where they you know lack depth and they've lacked a certain kind of you know standout talent throughout the throughout each position and you know it, it, that could come back to bite them in certain ways like Actually, the defensive backfield, the secondary was pretty – they actually rose to the challenge, I think, on Sunday, and the, as well as the offensive line in a lot of ways. Uh, but, you know, from week to week, can we expect that sort of play? I don't know. I think there are going to be some matchups where they're going to be overmatched and overwhelmed. And, uh, you know, you got to watch that. Yeah, totally agree with you. Totally agree. That's, that's why I was – you know, we're kind of in a, in a in a holding pattern with this team. See where it yeah. goes. I'm, like I said, I'm with you, Drew. I'm with you. There's, we got to wait and see if they if they come out next week. I, I think against the Browns on the road and do something, you know, stellar. Uh, and you know, you know, whoever is whoever has most of the snaps, 
uh, you know, if they make if they make their quarterback look good, which uh, make their quarterbacks look good, if, you know, you, we're pretty. I think I'm pretty resigned to seeing to imagining that you know both of the guys are going to get snaps for the time being. You know, it's you know maybe at some point Fields may get more snaps than Dalton, but I think even when Fields gets more snaps, there's going to be a time where Dalton maybe has to come in on some. Uh, you know, on some specific packages for him, where mm-hmm. Nagy feels more comfortable having him out on the field. But uh, you know, it's, it's Nagy can really get like I said when you when you try to break down Nagy's thinking specifically, that's where you get in trouble too as a Bears fan. It's like you get in trouble real fast. That dude was talking <laughs> so many circles, man. I, I was reading yeah. something from uh, Brad Biggs of uh, the Tribune, man. He, Nagy just talks in so many circles, man. I don't know how he keeps up with it himself. It's, it's it's angering, it's frustrating, it's comical. It's all those things wrapped into one. It's like he he doesn't really give a, a straight answer. And I, I know some of that is is coach speak. You can't give away certain things, or you may feel like if you if you answer it honestly that you're giving up certain things. But oh man, it's just attract me anytime this dude opens his mouth, man. Definitely, definitely, yeah. But yeah, let's chill out with the Bears. Like I said, we got other coverage. Uh, you know, if you want to watch back on the, the Sunday night special, that's up on uh, on our YouTube page now uh, as well. Uh, you may be able to watch if you if you're watching us on Twitter under War uh, Media, you may be able to play it on our page there as well. But YouTube, I think, would probably be a better place even to replay it. And uh, the, the you know, if you just gotta listen to it. If you can only listen to it, maybe on the job or something, you know, uh, you know, we could you could play it now on our anchor, uh, anchor.fm that uh, slash war media. Uh, but let's let's move on to the other teams in town right quick. The ones in action, uh, you know, starting with the Sox, uh, they are playing right now in Detroit. They got out to a 3-0 lead up early, but now they are giving up two two of those runs back already and they're in the bottom of the third with a three, two lead and two runners on base. So it may be an interesting night for the Sox in Detroit, but, uh, you know, beyond that, you know, things overall looking well for the Sox. I mean, they're a first place team. They've been in first place all season. They're gearing up for the playoffs and they don't have too difficult a schedule, uh, in their, you know, when you look at their schedule right now, they're playing the Tigers. I think they have the Reds uh, uh, have a coming into town before the end of the season. They're not playing like high pressure games right now, and they just giving up a third run, so it's a tie game now in Detroit. Wow. But uh, <laughs> you know, they just got out of playing the Texas Rangers, and you know, they had some little things there. Is, uh, you know, they won the series, but, you know, it was a little bit of a challenge there. They're only 5-5 five and five in the last 10, but there's still a bunch of games above 500. Let me get the record up. Uh, yeah, they were 85-64. Um, and 64. Okay, thank you, Drew. Yeah, yeah so, you know, their team that's going to win, you know, maybe around 95 games this season, they're, like say, running away with the AL Central. Uh the challenge, I guess, right now would be to I saw I saw you make some mention of this on Twitter, Drew, uh, getting into the second uh, seeding in the AL as opposed to the third seeding, where they could be uh, playing uh, at a disadvantage in the in the early uh, for the first round, uh, the, you know, after the wild card games, uh, you know, Houston is ahead of them in in their second spot. Uh, how much are the, how are the are the Sox out by for the second spot? I believe three games. I think they're three behind Houston. Okay. Yeah. So is that maybe if if we you know this probably the closest we gonna get to uh, division watching or you know a, a pennant chase for the regular season. So the you know, Sox may you know let, let's just say you know before we get into our ruling you know what. Do you think it's important personally that they get into that second spot, Drew? I think it is just because they've been so much better um, at the sale. I'm sorry, guaranteed rate. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get one back like I'll always call it. <laughs> <the sale. laughs> 
Someone's you better. even say Kaminsky, like you know, <laughs> someone's better at guaranteed rate than they have been um, away from home uh, for whatever reason. Again, this team is—I don't know the the specific number, but it can't be too high to the double digits in terms of the amount of games that they played actually intact with the the guys that they felt they were going to have as everyday position players going into the season. So everything is kind of got to be taken with. Um, proper context in mind, um, given that they have been able to run away with this, uh, with the central, the way they have, despite the injuries. I mean, that, that's something that means something to me, um, in spite of the trouble that they've had with, you know, um, other contenders in the, in the American League and, um, they're not playing their best on the road. Uh, the struggles that Keiko has had lately, you know, the questions about what the playoff rotation is going to look like, um, you know, that being said, you know, I, I would feel much better about them if they were able to, to sneak up and, and get that second seed from Houston. And I think there's a good chance that they could do that. Kyle, you um you spoke about how, you know, they, they kind of have an easier or a nice, nice cushy path um, the rest of the way getting in, out of the uh, regular season. On the yeah. flip side of that, Houston, they got to play. Um, they got to play Oakland six times. They got to play uh, Tampa Bay three times. Um, they're playing – who are they playing this week? They're playing the Angels. So the Angels, you know, they're kind of an also-ran team, even though they've won seven of the last ten games. But, you know, there's there's room for, for the Sox to, to sneak in here and, and get that second seed and and be able to get some, some games uh, at home right off the bat. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It, it, it would it – would, uh... You know, ho- hopefully that would be the case. You know, at and I'm looking, uh, yeah, looking, I'm looking at some more stuff online. Uh, you know, I, I think you know the Sox uh, have a chance to. I, I think they 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 have they have a chance to, and they should try to take advantage of their scheduling and really finish strong. I think when you look at certain times in the in baseball you know you have teams that may not have played to their highest caliber throughout the summer but they can you know they get geared up you usually this happens though with more of like a wild card team that is fighting you know day to day to keep themselves in the playoffs you usually don't have that with a team that is so far ahead of their division that they sort of coast in the october but i think you know the Given that, given their experience, their burgeoning experience in the playoffs, they had, you know, having experience. I think uh, last uh, postseason, I think did uh, should be uh, a, an advantage for them. And the fact that they lost too could, you know, maybe give them a chip on their shoulder. They, you know, lost the way that they did to Oakland last year. You know, I think they should focus really on trying to play the best baseball that they have played this season at this point going forward with. The, the roster being as healthy as it is. And, you know, they got the, you know, they should have their pitching set up, starting to set up the way they have. I'm a little disappointed that they, like I say, that they've only been five and five in the last 10. Hopefully, you know, in their next 10, they can be a little bit, you know, have a little bit higher win percentage. And, uh, like I say, just really make more of a statement for themselves against some of these winnable teams that they have. Uh, you know, uh, in the in these last couple of weeks, and you know, I, I, it will be pretty much left to October for them to prove that they are, you know, a championship team. They have the regular season hasn't been the best uh, as far as their winning their record against playoff other playoff teams it hasn't been the best sample size, but. You know, it's it's more important what you do in October than it is in July or May. So, yeah. I, as I'm gonna go uh, as far as what uh you know buying or selling or holding, I'm gonna go with a buy for the Sox. You know, they having uh, you know they're they're in the pretty much the same position that they've been in uh, all summer, but you know they they've worked hard to be in this position. You know, I think. Uh, you know, looking at next, looking at the next week, we'll see 
you know, I think we'll learn more about how geared up they are for October. And, you know, if they if they go on like a losing streak this week or something, I may be more inclined to to hold them next week. But right now I'm, I'm still buying the team. I like, you know, some of the some of the guys are showing up offensively and other, some some new guys are showing up, you know, uh, new guys are newer guys, you know, you know, Cesar Hernandez, the, the guy they got from the Indians at the trade deadline has looked pretty good to me recently. I've uh, seen a couple other guys are uh, showing up that they, you know, bring up Gavin Sheets and people like that they are relying on to help, uh, you know, Lurie Garcia has been a, a very much uh, a, 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 you know, a diamond in a lot of ways uh, in backing up, uh, uh, back in the TA to Madison. So, you know, the team showing the depth on offense, they're showing some spark on offense. Pitching can be a little shaky at times, but uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm buying the socks still. No reason for me not to. What about you, Drew? Yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I'm buying as well. Although if I was putting actual money down, I feel so much more comfortable laying it down if they come up and steal this, the second seed from the Astros, but um, yeah. <laughs> I, if, if, if you know, despite the bugaboos, I still feel like there's so much talent um, on this roster, on the pitching staff, um, in the bullpen. Even though it hasn't, you know, proved uh, fruitful as much as, as Sox fans would like, I still think, man, it's just it's too much there. It's too much there for me not to not to buy right now. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, uh, we got Ryan. Ryan, uh, Ryan B is is going to be joining us in a little bit, so we may we may get closer to the an hour mark with this first show. Uh, Drew, I think you've been it's been coming in a little hard for you. May you've been a little frozen with us. Maybe we should uh, disconnect you for a second. Okay. Let's see. Uh, disconnect you and then bring you back on. But uh, yeah, this is Monday Night Means. You get to see my big head uh, bigger for a little bit here. But I'm going to bring Drew back in in a minute. And uh, we're going to talk about the sky and the Cubs right quick before we bring uh, Ryan on to finish up some NFL talk. But um, uh, let's see, hopefully Drew can get back on. I don't know. Maybe I'll just do the Cubs talk. I'm not really, <laughs> uh, you know, Drew probably ain't up on the Cubs too much. Anyway, I can't say I've been myself, you know, it's not much to talk about with the Cubs, you know, uh, let me look at the, the most recent scores over the weekend. They, uh, let me see. They actually, they lost uh, a series against the Brewers, you know, to be expected two of three, they lost to them. Philly, that was coming off of a 78 loss to the Philly on Thursday. That I think they scored like the first seven runs in that game. <laughs> they but they still wound up losing 17 to 8. That's some wild stuff there. I mean, the Cubs, you know, it's hard to to buy them or hold them right now. Let's just let's just sell them. <laughs> they go they got to sell themselves up the river. Uh, for the off season, and uh, they got a lot of stuff they got to work on. Maybe we'll do a little bit more look into the the Cubs next week. Or probably probably be one of the last times we talk about them for a while, because uh, the season will be wrapping up. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much you know. Like I said we they're in strict rebuilding mode. You know what has been for them since uh, the All-Star break and uh, even before then when they had lost the game leading into the All-Star break where they knew they was going to trade all their guys. So, you know, uh, get Drew. Get Drew. Like, oh, wink. That's weird. Maybe he's having an issue there. Hold on, folks. We'll get so we just working it out here on this first show.
Mm. I don't have too much dead space here, dead air. But I got to do a couple things at once. Hey, we can send this link back to him. And uh, I don't think the leak is, I don't think the link is any different. I don't know why it would be hard to go back on. Okay, just hold on with me, folks. May have to edit this part out of the show. Oh boy! All right, set the text. But yeah, hopefully next week will be a little more. <laughs> Next Monday will be a little more smooth with things. We'll see. I, to that to that degree, I need a producer, y'all. You know, if you if you think you can run one of these uh, streaming things, restream, uh, streamyard, if you think you could you could help me out with that, I mean, I could produce myself, but I, you know, it's hard to produce and host at the same time. It's it's really not a good thing, you know. Uh, Really not a good thing. <laughs> if uh, any of you young, uh, upstanding, uh, aggressive chats, or or young ladies, I I love to work with a young lady uh, who's the you know about her business, and uh, okay, okay, Drew. That's we got Drew back on. Kind of getting back on. <laughs> My bad. I don't know what happened. Okay. All right, man. I, yeah, I, uh, you said you were you were still here. I was like, I I, <laughs> I didn't know what you meant right there when you said you. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm still here. Meanwhile, the whole thing up there saying join. I'm like, damn, how did I get booted? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, this is a good time, and we uh, Ryan's coming coming in now too. But I, I I handled the cup stuff myself. What much to say there anyway? I I, I said still. I'm, I'm guessing you you'll agree with that. With you know, with really nothing, nothing else you can do with the Cubs right now. Yeah. Yeah, selling the rest of the season, holding on. What comes next, man? Trying to see if it's actually going to be a retool or a rebuild that for your promise. Exactly. Um, that, yes, that's basically what it is. Definitely, they might have found some diamonds in the rough, though, for sure. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. We get, we get some props to Patrick Wisdom, set the mm -hmm. uh rookie record for them with the with home runs, and uh, you know, a couple other young other young guys look promising, but yeah, they you know, I'm still kind of salty about what they did at, at the uh trade deadline. I mean, getting rid of all those cats, this makes no sense to me, but. It, it seemed pretty perfect that Brian ended up in San Fran. Like, I, he's probably going to end up there for the rest of his career. I can see that. Although I think it's there's going to be a lot of teams charging hard for him, man. That's true, and and that's and that's that was the situation that the Cubs got into. They knew that he was going to play the market because you know him being a Scott Boris guy and stuff. He's going to play the market, and you know, uh, yeah. Let's get Ryan in for a little bit of this because he is a Cubs guy. Baseball guy. Don't disrespect it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were more of a Cubs guy. Yeah, but you're just showing my bias in front of everybody. Come on. Everyone's going to be like, this fool, this Cubs fan, that's who you want to talk to, Kyle? We're all biased, man. We, you know, we, yeah, but you can keep to... it on the DL. So that one's like, ooh, this baseball guy. That's a baseball analysis right there. <laughs> oh, my bad, man. I, I didn't want to blow you out like that. Man. <laughs> you but know we, what it's we... like being a Cubs fan in these streets? 
<laughs> it, it's not very popular right now. Yeah, it's not, it's not 16 anymore, man. You know, back then, back then you was like a light skinned brother in '88. You know? <laughs> man, 16, starting to feel like 05. White Sox but, need to get think, it done this year. But I, I yeah. but I think there's a certain amount of like, for lack of a better word, like pity that's shown toward Cubs fans just because of what's going on with Hoyer and Ricketts. You know what I'm saying? Just the whole mm-hmm. set off and the bad taste they left in people's mouths. I think there's it's, it's it's more of a more of a pity, man, than it is just a straight looking down on, you know. Yeah, Drew, and I don't know how you feel, but I do think they're gonna come charging back. Like eventually, whatever this lack of money thing is that they're going through, like it is gonna come like they own way too much. Like the Forbes list is gonna come out. They're going to be like right behind the Yankees or third place behind the Dodgers or whatever. Like they're going to show so much revenue with this network and everything that they've built and the ballpark's finally done officially. So I think that they're going to go after some free agents and maybe try to be a little more calculated than going after big names. And if you got this farm system somewhat rebuilt, we'll see. But if you can get it going, like then you got what you wanted in the beginning with Theo. You got the uh, farm system coming up with talent that's homegrown, and then you just stockpile or just piece together some free agents or trades that put you over the top. Yeah, and that's exactly what the White Sox did. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And and I was gonna say, Ryan, like coming out of the you know the trade, you know the trades and everything. You know the, resh- the 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 breaking things down at midseason. I was looking at them like, you know, did they get enough out of these trades to restock the the farm system? And you know, what was the farm system yeah, looking there like? There was no Eloy in any of those. Yeah. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They didn't get anybody like the Sox got them. Right. But at the same time, I did the knowledge a little more, and it found. You know, they picked up. Uh, the the cat they picked up in the the bias trade is pretty, the mm-hmm. the main guy the center field is pretty, uh, you know highly regarded and and, and they got a couple you guys were saying Brennan like, Davis or specifically yes, the trade say, Brennan mm-hmm. Davis is he's I mean I, I guess he's going to be arrows pointing up hard for him right now yeah. MVP of the futures game just starts raking immediately in AAA like yeah maybe maybe it's early but maybe. Yeah, and that'd be exciting. Like if, if they can if they can get some exciting young guys in there by next year, you know, they'll maybe they'll look a little bit more like fourteen or fifteen, you know, not necessarily sixteen, <laughs> definitely, but maybe And a you got bit, a like, slappy you know, at second base now from slappy, the White yeah. Sox. <laughs> I mean, they need that in their lineup. <laughs> they need a guy yeah. that's just not gonna strike out. We don't know how good he is. I think he's going to play a lot better on the north side. I think maybe he's kind of like, eh, I could be just way off. This is just totally gut instinct, no real research or anything. But just he seems like the guy that needs to be like the big fish in a little pond type. Mm. And just being around all that talent might have been a little too intimidating for him to bust onto the scene. But maybe that's just way off. Uh, But regardless, he's going to have that ability to be a part of this lineup that they really need. And if he can just improve a little bit at second base, I mean, you should be okay there. And then and there's a couple of slappers there, him and Horner. You know, mm-hmm. they could make up a pretty good middle of the infield, you know. And uh, power but, is easy to find. Everybody's got power that can strike out. You can find that anywhere in free agency. I mean, that's the way the game transitioned basically for a while. So right. I, I think they can find that power, but can you find guys that – really can get on base that you really trust. Okay, he is not going to strike out right here. Yeah. Well, I think they're, they're counting on Horner and, and Magical being those guys. And like you said, power and pitching, that's that's where the money needs to go to. Um, I never, I've never really had a, a, a big problem uh, with Hoyer ripping the Band-Aid off. It was the way he, he, he voiced what he was doing to us that didn't quite sit well with, with me. Um, yeah. rather, you know, call it what it is. Um, but at the same point, maybe he'll prove himself right if he's able to turn this thing around. I think one year is way too too short of a runway. Maybe two years, you know, if he opens up the pocketbook and be able to kind of build around what they have here and, you know, take advantage right. of what they found in, in um, Frank the Tank and, and uh, Patrick Wisdom. 
And yeah, like yeah. just coming in here, what you were talking about, how big it is with those kids, some diamonds in the rough. You know, maybe they're not exactly diamonds, but if you can get another year out of some of those guys and just pepper in the right free agencies uh, acquisitions, then you got two years of this farm system kind of growing. Like you said, one year might be a little too quick, but what about two years and maybe after next season with the right free agents or even just next season, you're contending for some kind of playoff spot. And then the year after that, you're kind of ready to actually contend for something big. Yeah. Right, yeah. Got to take that. Take some, uh, some baby steps. But you know, the the one thing I'm gonna say because you know we got to move on is you know if uh, for Cubs fans for you know I I know some Cubs fans. My mother's a Cubs fan. It's like she's not like she's not like a diehard, but you know she she's when the Cubs do well, she likes to root for. <laughs> That's what they say. But for the diehards though, we you know. Don't be don't don't be too patient with this man. Get on, stay on that that team, stay on Hoyas, stay on the Ricketts, because like I said, with the money they got, the resources they got, y'all shouldn't be losing for more than a year or two at any time going forward. Y'all should be y'all should be doing the same type of stuff that the Sox do, especially if you want to keep investing in that, you know that the uh, suburban conservative Disney paradise. Yeah. They up there in, uh, in, in Wrigleyville, like I'm. If you want to have anything to do with that, that's on you. But if you, if you're gonna go up there and spend your money, you know, t- t- 10, 20, 30 times a year, you know, you better be getting something out of it. That's all I would say. And Kyle, just to throw on, you know, the expression "if it ain't broke, don't fix it." Well, they ain't broke, but they gotta fix it. That's the only <laughs> thing with the Cubs right now. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, we uh. We, we might have to speed up things a little bit. I think Drew, you say you got a little, you already got a little more to go. Yeah, probably like you know, ten or fifteen more minutes, maybe. Okay, well, we 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 can wrap up the show in that time. But okay. uh, I I just I wanted like I, said, I just wanted uh Ryan to come on here because he couldn't come on with me yesterday. So you know, just do a little bit of uh more uh football talk before we go. Uh, right quick though, I'm, I'm gonna shout out the sky. We're gonna talk a lot about the sky though uh, tomorrow on uh, Running with War. Uh, we're gonna finally have Chris back to, to talk about that as w- with us, but we could talk about it ourselves. But uh, but uh, you know they they're gonna be in the playoffs. They're playing the uh, winner go home game Thursday against Dallas. Uh, you know I'm buying them. I'm buying their ability to beat Dallas and, and at least advance that one game in the playoffs. But I don't, you know, they they end the season 16 to 16. They didn't play as well in the second half post Olympics as as I would have liked to see them play. They got whooped by the Aces uh, last Friday, and um, you know, I, it doesn't look like they're going to be bringing any uh, surprise titles to Chicago this year. But you know, maybe next year they they got something they could build on. You know, Drew, you got you got any thoughts on that? Yeah, um, I, I understand why you would buy them, but I'm holding because they just haven't given me any reason to really put a lot of stock into them. Man, you said they finished sixteen and sixteen. They finished six and six after the Olympic break. Like it's just yeah. as as high as they go is as far as they fall. You know, and um, I'm being nice. I, <laughs> I, 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 I get it. I get it. And then even, I'm even sort of, next year, I'm sort of buying them for this week more than anything. I got you. I got you. I can't even go that far right now, man. Just because I think I they you. lost I two, lost two or three against the Wings. Um, we won't get too much into it for right now, but um, even looking forward to next year, I think they've got two or three, maybe four of their core pieces are. I want to say unrestricted free agents. I got to go back and look at that. So man, this thing could look different next year, man. Yeah. Ryan, I don't think you keep it up with the sky very much in Arizona. I am not, but I love that saying. How high they fall is as far as they, or how high they get is as far as they fall. I like that. I like that. Yeah, that was kind of, that was pretty dope. That was some bars there. Yeah. It's been a story of that season. Now. <laughs> Speaking of that, how about the Bears? Yeah, yeah. Right, like before you came on, me and Drew went over some things from yesterday and. You know, doing our, our buying and selling thing that we're doing uh, with the, with each team. You know, we both said we're holding on the Bears right now. You know, I can't really buy them after yesterday, but I, I'm not going to sell them after a win either. So, you know, just start off with your opinion, man. You know, what what do you think about the 
biz? Are you feel you know? And I think one thing we should bring up is that it's there's still they're still holding thing right now with uh, uh, Dalton, and um, you know I guess that's going to say a lot about you know his his impending uh, health is going to say a lot about what they do in the next couple games. So you know. I don't think we can even fully judge them tonight. Maybe we need need the rest of the week to see. But you know, in general, you know, coming out of yesterday's game, you know, what are your thoughts? And and, and are you buying or selling or, or something else with the team, right? Yeah, I think you guys hit it on the head. Holding them, um, I wouldn't sell them just because of that defensive performance specifically. Uh, that's how they're built to win. They've got to win with defense. You know, if Justin Fields is kind of like a rookie sensation and sometime comes on and just really starts balling out, maybe it'll be a different conversation. But I think aside from that specific scenario, maybe he comes in and plays well and is a rookie quarterback, makes mistakes. I think this team is going to be led by their defense pretty much no matter what. And if they don't show up like they did against the Rams, then that's scary to think. Like, you're... Already, if you're a Bears fan, probably have them at a 500 kind of prediction going into this year. You're you're not maybe if you're an optimist, you're looking a little bit higher, and if you're the pessimist, you're looking a little lower. But I think like if you're looking at it kind of unbiasedly, you're thinking about 500. So this game was like a must-win. This is a fourth-place finishing team in the AFC North, and we saw what they did against the Rams, who finished second in their division. Or I'm sorry, they finished first. I believe Seattle was the wild card at the end of the year when they flip-flop. I might have that mistaken. But you're talking about a first or second place finish. They didn't play well at all. So that's about a 500 team, what we've seen so far. And if they're going to at least have higher aspirations, and I don't know how high they are because I do think that there's a limit, um, they're going to have to play this kind of style of defense at least moving forward. Overall, on special teams, they were solid. There was no blemishes, which is great because we saw so much of that in the preseason and in training camp, and you were just kind of a little bit worried. How would that translate to the regular season, especially early on, because maybe they're trying to find the right guys? Well, it seems like they've got that group going. And there was a ton of bright spots on defense. When you talk about Rokon Smith and Jalen Johnson, they were sensational. And then you get sightings from Khalil Mack and Eddie Jackson, even if it wasn't quite what they used to. And you get a Robert Quinn sighting. I thought he even played pretty solid besides the penalty. And Akeem Hicks, he looks like 2018 Akeem Hicks right now. If he can stay healthy, that's a great sign. And you're down two of your best defensive linemen in Eddie Goldman and Mario Edwards Jr., who you're expecting back potentially this week against Cleveland. And they're led by their defensive front. So it's interesting to see, and I'm very worried about the slot corner. But Duke Shelley, I thought, had a decent game, and Marquis Christian playing in the slot. And if that secondary can hold up, and knowing that Jalen Johnson, if he's healthy, he can really play out there. And even Kendall Vildor, I haven't seen teams really attacking much of him Overall, it seems like they've been attacking the middle of the defense, and that's fine if Eddie Jackson and Roquan Smith are playing well. And then you just look at offense. I mean, you're just hoping that this offensive line can get a little bit better. And the issue why you want to hold on the Bears' win, because I'm kind of going off on some of the, the positives, you're still seeing that what is Matt Nagy calling type stuff and just wondering, right. like, is this guy ever going to get it? Um, even with Justin Fields, we don't know exactly, and I, I, I heard this point just listening to some sports radio that, you know, we don't know exactly what's called. Maybe he did call boots and things to get out of the pocket, but Justin Fields kind of froze back there and just stood and instead of maybe completing out of play. But it just seems silly having him throw from the pocket as much as he did versus rolling him out and really trying to put that pressure. And then even with that four-minute offense, there's just not much running the football. But even all that said, with the offense, if Allen Robinson catches that dime from Justin Fields, that game might have been just way over at that point, and we'd be having a slightly different conversation and maybe talking about the potential of everything and maybe even giving Nagy praise. So – it, it was a must win. They needed to have it. 
they got to beat these teams that they have the advantage on, especially with how difficult their season is. Because, look, you have a great win. Now you're on the road in a really tough place with Cleveland, who Cleveland, they were tied at half with Houston. I don't know how yeah. perfect they are. Uh, and these they, early... they, 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 they're kind of weird, but I, yeah. I, I think they're a good team because the way they play. They got a ton of talent, no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, it checks so. them high for sure. But yeah. you just you just don't know with early season football who's any good. Like it, it takes three, you're, four you're right. weeks to be really like, okay, that's a team, that's a bad team, and it, it's going to figure itself out over time. And especially after week one, you were just worried the Bears were just one of those really fox bad teams. And I'll give them credit. They put at least some building blocks down for growing and having a better season. The – the thing that really gets me holding too, though, is we've seen it from the Bears in the past. When they put down that good game, maybe they don't get blown out under Matt Nagy, but they're just wildly inconsistent. Yeah, they're yeah, definitely think- a lot better mentally coming out with a win than they would have been coming out 0-2. Spirit, you know, I think emotionally, I don't think he do a, a slight that. Potentially, I always started that don't give facing this week, but uh, I, w- I wanted to mention right quick. You know, you mentioned about how up in the air everything still is, and the league as a whole. This is this uh, was something I wanted to bring up. Uh, I, I sort of brought it up yesterday as well, and I thought at the time that there was going to be eight two and zero teams coming out of the Sunday uh, night game, but that wound up being only seven because KC lost. And they, you know, they're one and one now, as is the team that beat them last night, uh, Baltimore. So there's only seven of the 32 teams left that are even two and zero. Oh. You know, we have year from year we have the the watch of who's going to make it the longest without uh, losing, and, and you know, who know that might be a very short watch this year. Yeah, the parody seems crazy right now, and maybe it's just that first three or four weeks shuffling period because. Obviously, a team like Kansas City, it's going to be the cream of the crop with Patrick Mahomes and his ability. But you do kind of wonder, like, I'm interested in tonight's game. Does Aaron Rodgers yeah, or the Packers show up? Yeah. I mean, is he in it? About that? Yeah. Uh, boy, I mean, especially when you saw the Saints get absolutely destroyed, it was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. They destroyed Google, Green Bay. Google, and I came back to Earth. You know, it's kind of as odd, and I'm just going to bring this up because I wanted to just touch on it really quick with the Bears. Andy Dalton, I thought that that was going to be some severe injury. It's some bone bruise that kept him out of the game. And how his ankle and leg and knee kind of twisted that they pinpointed on the replay. Like, that must have been a nothing, and he got the bone bruise at some other point of the game. But it's just crazy to think, like... (sighs) he's going to potentially miss this week because of just a bone bruise. And does that get the flip-flop going? And just in general, when you look at kind of league-wide, if some of these quarterbacks go down, it just seems like it is wide open, especially if, like, a guy like Tom Brady goes down in the NFC. Like, is there maybe the Rams? Yeah. Um, Yeah, the Rams, they could be. They could be that team this year. But I was going to say, Brady, he's – He's the he's the one who I'd worry less about because I said he last night is something in his blood, man. He got he got some it's type ridiculous. of super soldier serum in him or something. Man. <laughs> I mean, he uh, give him credit. He's doing the Andy Dalton, but at a super high level, that ball does not stay in his hand for very long. That thing comes mm-hmm. out. He ain't even mm-hmm. messing around. Uh, but man, I mean, he's the MVP right to start the year so far. I guess if, if you look at the way that they're had? scoring and yeah, what not with nine touchdowns already? Yeah. Right. It's crazy. Hey, man. my fantasy team's been loving it. I did better in fantasy this week, so I can't complain with I'm still not and, scoring as much as I like. Yeah. yeah Derek, I dropped hundred and fifty on, on somebody this week because Derek Henry showed up for me this week. There you go. I didn't get anything from him, so thank God for that. <laughs> but how wild was that week? I thought I was so entertained by all the games. That Casey Baltimore game was fantastic. I yeah, love this Cowboys game. 
those Cowboys, they are impressing me. They're one of the teams that are impressing me to start the year. They play Tampa a lot tougher than I thought. Dak's looking top five. Forget top ten. I mean, he's looking phenomenal. Definitely, definitely. Well, guys, man, I, I wish I could talk more, but I'm 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 with you, man. I think uh, as far as Green Bay, man, I think they gotta they gotta come back strong tonight. I would like to see them fall apart completely, though. I wouldn't mind that. But if, well, it'd be they, how entertaining would that be? Just like from a stories kind of situation, like they put up this last dance and then it's just a giant egg. Like what? And Aaron Rodgers with the man bun. Like I can't get over it. Yeah. Or, or, or the slick back hair. Like he's an extra and breaking bad or something. What that look was in, in the press conference. But. <laughs> before we get out of here, I do want to toss this one idea to you two guys, um, especially if, Fields is the one that uh, Nagy ends up having to go with. It feels like the biggest question surrounding the Bears, more so than their defense, more so than if the secondary can hold up, more so than the offensive line, is can he stick to or can he create and stick to a game plan that's actually going to cater to Fields' strengths? Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, I I, I agree with you because I think that there's a certain arrogance, unfortunately, that's not deserved (laughs) that, you know, again, that the the system rules are everything. And but there's also sort of a a laziness in thinking this may be more from people outside of Hallis Hall looking in, whereas they think that whatever the Bears throw out there, they can be saved eventually by Fields' athleticism. And I just wouldn't want to put the kid in that position so much this year where he has to save three out of every four plays with his feet. They should have better planning for him and, you know, just better. You know, they, they should be leading him as much as he's leading this team to their glorious future, however, you know, wherever it is, because – if, if he's not getting what he needs from the sideline, that sideline is going to have to change. And we, we know we can't, you know, just keep accepting subpar coaching just because we have uh, the talent that we that we want and need now at quarterback. Yeah, I can't really defend Nagy. I, I think it would be a case of honestly, like, you know, Matt Nagy, he's just kind of head down going forward i want to run my scheme i want to run my place he's a feel guy you know he can come like you said completely change the game just out of nowhere just because he's feeling like hey this is this is it this is the game and trying to use kind of that analytics even on top of it and you know sometimes maybe it's a good thing when we've seen old coaches with the bears who just seem to like stick to their guns to the point of madness where you're just so angry but in a way Nagy's like such a wild card it's maddening like you just want to know what you're going to get out of him but all that being said i think he does kind of walk away and if you know Justin Fields comes in, it's lockstep, and they're moving forward, and he's the quarterback that he gets excited about calling all these different plays because Nagy's just a play guy. He wants to run plays. He's not so worried about scheme. He wants that those plays that you're just like, wow, what a play, and it just always has an answer for any defense type thing. Like That's how he wants to be, and if for whatever reason that just works exactly with Justin Fields, then – I could see like, hey, he's going to stick to a game plan and it's going to work and it's going to be a great marriage. But my worry is it's like that one out of 10 chance kind of thing. Like all all things point in the right direction. All the conditions are perfect. And that's the only way it's going to happen. And when that is, you know, in football, nothing's perfect. The conditions are never perfect. So it just, I guess, depends maybe what Justin Fields is too because he keeps saying how he's meant to be like in this position, this, and I think he is. So if his greatness is just so great, maybe it doesn't matter what the heck Mad Nagy's calling. He just makes it work. And I sometimes feel like that's kind of what Patrick Mahomes is doing in Kansas City. Yeah. Well, we're going to leave it at that, that, guys. I know you got to break away, Drew. Thanks again, man, for, you know, helping Chris in the show with me. And uh, Ryan, same to you, bro. I, I 
always great talking to you about football. It's already seven to seven in, in Green Bay. Right? It's, it's interesting, okay. man. We got we to see where this game plays out. If it lives up to last week's game, too, that last week's game, uh, Monday night game, was oh, a burner. Terrific. Yeah, I so feel like let, the games have been great so far this yeah, they year. They have. They have. Except for that Sunday night one. was a bad one. We gotta we gotta we gotta hold the off on the national game. Like the, the Tampa game was great, the Bears game was speaker. Uh Monday night was great, Thursday night's great, Sunday night's great, like all of a sudden all the night games are rolling except for yeah, you know, then, Bears Rams. Yeah, from us, yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah, but 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 I, I was gonna ask right quick, Ryan. What what are you gonna watch more of the Peyton and Eli broadcast or the regular broadcast? Are I gotta go Peyton and Eli. I didn't even watch it the first time, and I messed up by not. And I guess it's only for a few weeks, so you got to get in with it while you got it. Yeah, that's some good stuff on that first. I, I watched like the highlights, but I love the part where uh, uh, Peyton tried to put on the Raiders helmet and it wouldn't fit him like. <laughs> <laughs> like his, that massive head of his, like was not that helmet stood no chance. But you know, yeah, they. I got it on now, but I just love how they're sitting up, just chilling. Like, hey, you want to yeah, watch this game? Yeah. I mean, and, and just listening to him talk about the game is like so. Like, even even though I can understand, like a not even a third of what Peyton is saying, like, but I just love hearing it. Like, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, but that's uh that's it. This this episode, this initial episode, uh, inaugural episode of Monday Night Meet, and uh, enough advertising guys. for uh, Payton and Eli on ESPN. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you guys what to do. You know, ESPN, send me send me some ducats, man. ESPN, or give me a job or something. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying, but you know, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it. That guys, please uh, let you know everybody know right quick where to follow you and what to look out for you. Uh, you know, coming going forward, or at least in the near future. Oh, uh, just easy. Look for me on IG and Twitter at Look What Drew Did. Always there, willing and ready to 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 convert to converse with everybody. Definitely, definitely. I'm at Ryan B. Ski, but you should be really following at that Stavis, and we'll be dropping our football knowledge from this week. I can't wait to hear Ken's reaction. I know we've gotten a little bit of that on the under center podcast, but I love getting my own take from Ken, my selfish take from Ken right. on that Davis show. So you get, you get later the, you on get this the week. real Ken, you get the right. Real Ken. You don't get the, exactly. You get the Not that NBC shine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Take off all the makeup. All the all the fancy clothes and everything like that, right? And get him just raw and real on these bears. So it'll be a lot of fun with that, and yeah, we'll be uh, just keep in touch with uh, the Twitter, the Instagram, and you'll be seeing plenty of content from us. That's right. Same same to be said for War Media. Just follow us, subscribe on Twitter, subscribe on uh, YouTube. Definitely want to get these videos early, uh, early at, at when we're streaming them, live streams like this. And uh, again, you know, you know, if you, uh, join in with us, man. We love the love feedback. Join in on discussion. You want to, like, say you want to let off some steam about the other team uh, locally. This is the place to do it uh, week to week. So uh, that's it, though, for now. For Drew, for Ryan, this is Kyle signing off. Enjoy your week, man. Get the you know get through it all right, and we'll get back to these games next weekend. All right. Peace out. Enjoy the Kool-Aid. <laughs>